I'm Erica. And I'm Maddie. Kick back and relax, and you're listening to Dear Bang Tan. Okay, so we're just going to say the little disclosure real quick. Just a reminder for everybody that this podcast is just for fun. We don't own any rights to the music or anything like that, obviously. And we try to find the most accurate information we can in order to inform and entertain everybody. So... I'm going to start it off. So basically, this episode is going to be about BTS's albums, the meanings behind them, and just little information about it all. We are also going to talk about their awards and accomplishments. We'll first start off with our favorite. It's hard to have one, and this is not in any order. Please don't make me choose. <laughs> My favorite songs are Run, Spring Day, Whalian 52. What? We're going to name multiple <laughs> Yeah. Just name one song. Can you think of one favorite song? Just one that's your ultimate favorite? Kind of. What? Well, I like Save Me and DNA. Oh, okay. So. Okay, yeah. Well, those are my three. And then, let me think. <laughs> Jeez. And then my other favorite is Let Me Know. I love to, in my car, hit that high note. And then Life Goes On. Life Goes On is beautiful. Ooh, I like Stay Gold. Stay Gold, yeah, that one's really good. So then my favorite album, I would have to say, is probably The Most Beautiful Moment in Life Part 2. That one just has, honestly, to me, it has a little bit of, like, their newer stuff, like the very pop songs and a little bit of the grittier stuff from the their past albums. So I like that one a lot. What's your favorite al- album, Erica? Mine would probably be The Most Beautiful Moment in Life, Young Forever. Mm. Or Love Yourself. Okay. Love Yourself's the one with DNA. Yeah. With uh, the her? Yeah. Yeah, it's the her one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's really good. That's just kind of our favorites. So now we'll just begin with everything else. BTS has six studio albums, five compilation albums, six EPs, and three single albums. But I'm sure you're wondering what exactly that means. So first, there are studio albums, which are newly recorded or unreleased songs recorded in the studio, also known as full-length albums. Next are the compilation albums, which means the tracks or songs are from different albums or EPs that are compiled together. An EP is different from an album. An album usually contains around 8 to 12 songs, but an EP mainly consists of less than 12 songs. So it's basically a mini album. A single album means that there are only 2 to 4 songs that are compiled together. Mm. BTS has done this thing where they kind of made like a trilogy within every three albums that they've made. So now we're just going to kind of get into the first three albums that they released. Um, So the first single album that they came out with was Too Cool for School. Um, That one debuted in June 12th of 2013. This was their debut track that they, you know, came out to the world with. And then their second album that they came out was their first mini album, and it was titled Oh Are You Late 2? And it was released on September 11th in 2013. And then their second mini album was School Love Affair, which was released in February 12th of 2014. And this actually marked the first time that their album charted on the Billboard World Albums Chart and Japan's Oricon Albums Chart. This was also, fun fact, the first album to break into the U.S. Top Heat Seekers Chart. Basically, these three albums is the first trilogy, and it's known also as the school trilogy, which begins with a common theme between young people being pushed to go to school to become studying machines and to fulfill the dreams of others and not necessarily their own. They then lead into overcoming obstacles and discovering typical high school crutches and the confusion over having feelings for a girl or a boy. And the new theme is the love that blossoms in school. 
This entire trilogy discusses the topics of most interest to teens their own age, which include things like dreams, happiness, and love, which there's plenty, plenty more, but those are basically what BTS touched on. So the next trilogy is the first full-length album, which is Dark and Wild, and that released on August 20th, 2014. Then they had their third mini-album, which was The Most Beautiful Moment in Life Part 1. It released on April 29th, 2015, and it was also the group's first music video to surpass 100 million views on YouTube, and it received a lot of international attention. Mm -hmm. Then they had their fourth mini-album, The Most Beautiful Moment in Life Part 2. It released on November 30th, 2015. It's the first time the group entered the Billboard 200 at 171. It also topped the Billboard Tops Heat Seekers and World Albums charts for four weeks, the most by a South Korean act. In this new trilogy series, BTS sings about love gone bad. The, <laughs> the boys have become tougher, singing that their love is not to be treated lightly. They begin to experience feelings like your feelings are stronger than the other person's, and at this point, they are no longer just young boys. The members explained that it's about trying to hold on to love and that it's about to end and the anxiety that comes along with that. The new albums begin to discuss the theme of youth. BTS has chosen the theme as the start of one's young adulthood in which beauty coexists with uncertainty and it focuses on the uncertain future more than the glamour of the youth. Now beginning to taste the bitterness of grown-up life they can easily sense that life isn't always beautiful, however they continue on, relying on themselves and their desires. The second single in Dark and Wild, Worf Hormone, was met with some criticism over the lyrics for objectifying women. It caused them to release a statement admitting that they reviewed the lyrics and realized they could be perceived as misogynistic, but that it wasn't their intention. Since then, Big Hit's whole team and BTS members have taken it upon themselves to research more when tackling sensitive subjects. Mm. So the next trilogy we have, it's their first special album, which is titled The Most Beautiful Moment in Life, Young Forever. Uh, that one was released on May 2nd in 2016. And then their second full-length album was Wings, which was released in October 10th of 2016. And, fun fact, it debuted at 26 on the Billboard 200, making it the highest-ranking Korean album ever on the chart at the time. And then their next second special album was You Never Walk Alone, which released February 13th, 2017. So, beginning this new saga, they encounter temptation for the first time, and they must ponder and agonize in the face of it. As they experience this pain and bliss, they bring forth the image of birds that break out of their shells and try to take flight for the first time. So that's why we see a lot of wings imagery in these albums. Now bringing to light love, acceptance, understanding, and above all else, moving forward, the song from the Wings album, 21st Century Girl, aims to help encourage women and is a feminist anthem to inspire women to feel more comfortable in their own skin and ignore the pressure of society to be perfect. Because nobody's perfect. Not even BTS. The Bible. Well. <laughs> Exactly. The widely known song from the You Never Walk Alone album, Spring Day, which is my favorite. Okay. I wouldn't say, I don't know, it's definitely my top five of favorite BTS songs, but. Yeah. Oh, God. 
I can't rank them. There's just so many of them and I love them all. It's hard, but that's definitely my top five. Um, it was written using the metaphor of the seasons to discuss how things always get better, much like spring after a long winter. They also begin to revisit the uh, band's anti-establishment theme from the prior albums and they urge the underdogs to continue fighting. So that's basically what those three albums are about. It starts to get a little more positive and I don't know, you see the light at the end of the tunnel and they're growing their wings and they can fly off now. <laughs> so next is the fifth mini album, Love Yourself Hard, which was released on September 18th, 2017. The EP opened at number seven on the US Billboard 200 with 31,000 album equivalent units, making it the highest charting K-pop album on the chart and biggest sales week of a K-pop album to date. DNA became a historic song for BTS, helping them start to take over mainstream America's heart. The group made their US TV debut at the 2017 American Music Awards with a performance of DNA. Sorry, I had to do it. Um, <laughs> so next is the third full-length album, Love Yourself Tear, released on May 18, 2018. The album debuted at number one on the US Billboard 200, becoming the group's highest charting album in a Western market. The first K-pop album to top the US charts and the highest charting album by an Asian act. Then we go on to our repackaged album, Love Yourself Answer, that was released on August 24, 2018. This series bears the message that loving oneself is the beginning of true love. Also, an interesting fact, RM revealed on a V-Live that he was inspired to write the song Mic Drop after watching videos on how the then US President Barack Obama would finish his speech saying Mic Drop, and then he would drop the mic. Boom. <laughs> Boom. So now the sixth mini album, Map of the Soul Persona, was released on April 12th in 2019. And the fourth full-length album, Map of the Soul 7, was released on February 21st of 2020. At this point, as global superstars, they play in stadiums and they're loved by countless fans across the world. They now look to shape the future reflecting on and using the power that they have gained while embracing all of its shadows. So the very popular song we all know and love, Boy With Love, with a U, <laughs> from the map of the Soul Persona album, is more about appreciating the small things in life and was written with their fans in mind. They began to look back on the past seven years of, you know, BTS since they debuted as seven members of one team, and they realized, you know, the journey was not always smooth sailing, and obviously there was troubles um, that they had to endure and in their rise as global superstars. Um, naturally. So now understanding that the scars left by those hardships is a part of their real selves, they begin to accept both the self that they want to show and the self that they want to scorn to at last tell their own story of finding their real and complete selves. So these, these little albums right here are just honestly a map of the soul, a map of their souls. Not to be corny with reciting the titles of the albums, so now this is their digital single, Dynamite, which was released on August 20th, 2020. Dynamite is a disco pop single that sings of joy and confidence that marks BTS's first song to be released completely in English. Mm -hmm. Having sought a breakthrough to overcome a sense of disheartenment from within the new global climate. Yeah, so they released this in COVID and honestly, yeah. it was the pick me up we needed. It was. It really was. It was amazing. I just remember sitting on my floor in front of the TV and just like had it playing on YouTube and I was like, oh, 
And then when they started singing in English, I was like, <gasps> my jaw was on the floor. Yeah. After Dynamite, they released a album called B, which was released on November 20th, 2020. In this album, BTS echoes in a low voice the comforting message that in the face of unexpected turns, life goes on and extends their hands towards the future. That is also the reasoning behind the album's title, B, which stands for to be or existence. To be or not to be. <laughs> that is the question. Oh my god. <laughs> I had to do that. I had to. So the next two are their other digital singles they came out with recently. One was titled Butter, which was released May 21st of 2021 of this year. And Permission to Dance, which was released alongside Butter on July 8th in 2021. So the, both of these songs are also in English, which I was really, really surprised about because BTS, I don't know, in interviews that I've seen, they've never really wanted to release like a full English album or anything like that. They didn't really want to release a lot of English stuff. Um, so I was really surprised whenever they did release these songs. I mean, I'm happy about it. We can sing along to it <laughs> yeah. and get it right off the bat. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and they're bops too. They're honestly, I love them all. Um, they're super catchy and they release these, you know, for the army, I celebrate with us. And even though we can't be together because the concerts were <laughs> canceled. <laughs> I swear y'all, if I do not see ETS in a concert before, you know, life happens yeah. and things happen, I'm going to cry like so a sad. little baby. We even had floor seats, Erica. We had floor seats. Don't even remind me. They could have sweat on us. They could throw water on us. Hot. <laughs> that was hot. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, that's basically all of their albums that was in order. And, you know, if you're interested in listening to all of BTS's music, I highly suggest it. Don't just listen to their most recent stuff. Listen to their old stuff. You know, get, get a feel of who they were, where they have came from. And you can definitely get that through listening to their old music. And look up what the lyrics mean. They, I mean, they're very touching. A lot of their stuff is very deep. And, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it's amazing. So... I definitely suggest doing that. So, if y'all didn't know as well, BTS also composes and writes most of their music. Most, if not all. RM is the main member who writes and composes a lot of the music, and but Suga does too. J-Hope, he likes to help out. He likes to write his own raps and the songs that they make. Every member writes parts of their own music and parts of other songs and stuff like that. It's just too much to recount because it's basically all of it. So now we're going to kind of get into the mixtapes because those are separate from the albums and only a few members participate in that. Erica, if you want to talk about that, because I know you like to listen to that stuff. Yeah, so most of the rap parts are written by the rap line. All the ciphers, Dang, Mic Drop, Outro Tear, and Outro Her are written by the rap line with help from Supreme Boy sometimes. Yeah, if y'all remember him, he was one of the first members of BTS before. Yeah. Yeah. From the last episode, if y'all listening. Hey! <laughs> so first we're going to go on to Arm's Big Tape, which is called RM, which contains songs like Do You, Joke, and many more. Arm said that the catchphrase for his mixtape is you do what you have to do and I'll do what I have to. Have y'all, y'all need to go and listen to Do You. Do you remember Do You? I've showed it to you before. I don't know if you remember it. It is a while. <laughs> it is so good. Do <laughs> you, do you. It, it's got some cursing in it. It's, I mean. He's a bad boy. Oh. <laughs> so I know that like 
you can get the impression that BTS is super innocent and everything like that, but they're grown men. They are grown men. Yeah, true. So, I mean, they have songs where they curse, and they have songs where they talk about explicit things, so... Um, if you're not up for that, don't look for it. But Do You is one of the really good ones. I love Do You. And then RM's second mixtape, Mono, RM revealed that he always wanted to write a song about the rain. And that was what inspired Forever Rain. RM also stated that he used the word forever because he wonders if he can make a song that touches his heart again. Oh. <laughs> After he dies... Sorry, that took a turn. <laughs> I was excited <laughs> to say that. God forbid that day to come. He would like this song to be played at his funeral. I know that took a turn, but... It took a, a real I mean, turn. It's, I mean, it's what he said, so... I mean, really, honestly, God forbid that day to come. Yeah. I don't even want to think about that. No. But I don't think anyone wants to think about that. No. That's just a little fun fact about his little wonderful mixtape that he made. <laughs> so now we have Sugar's mixtape titled August D., which has everything he wanted to do with hip-hop. August D's nuts. <laughs> Can you shut up? Okay. Sorry, I'm still thinking about you. <laughs> I hate you. Okay. Give It To Me is a track on the album that shoots down the hate the rappers of BTS had to deal with early on in their career. Briefly touching on the doubts even his own family had before moving on to discuss the cutthroat entertainment industry. Cutthroat. Cutthroat. <laughs> okay. Uh, next. Get out of here. Jesus Christ, this is <laughs> me. Uh, so now we have Shiga's other mixtape, which is titled D2, where Deshita serves as the title track. Shiga commented that Deshita is also more about the auditory enjoyment than the lyric. So a little fun fact, V's single, Sweet Night, if you haven't listened to it, please go listen to it. It is magical. That single was an OST for Itaewon Class. And if you haven't seen Itaewon Class, go and watch it because it's amazing. I know Erica hasn't watched it. No. I tried to get her to watch it, but she just wouldn't because she's got other stuff going on. I don't remember what you're This was about. like during COVID, like lockdown. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. I think you had like 10 other things you were watching and you just wouldn't listen to me and listen to, and watch this one thing. It slaps. It's good. <laughs> I like, I'm, I like cried and I screamed and jumped for joy. My heart melted. I went through all the emotions. I was anger. I was angry. You were angry? I was anger. <laughs> yeah. If you couldn't tell. But yeah, definitely listen to that song. Go watch that Korean drama. It's, they're both just wonderful. So just a little bit about their awards and stuff like that and records they broke in. Um, for the music video for Butter, they smashed the record for the most views racked up in 24 hours. It was watched a record breaking 108.2 million times in the first full day it was available. And that's just that's just common for BTS. Let me just tell you that. On Spotify, Butter was also an instant success where fans all around the world played the tune 11 million 424 11 million 42,335 times. I cannot bring it down. 11 million 42,335 11 times. Y'all don't realize how long it took me to say that number. It took you 11 million 42,000. <laughs> You're the worst. 
In the first 24 hours, it was available. There we go. BTS held a, an event called Bang Bang Con, which was held during, like, lockdown. They, it was basically just an online concert. I mean, I, do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I remember me and Erica, I had my newest version of the Army Bomb. She had my old version, like, a little hand-me-down. Stop. <laughs> and we were in the living room. Do you remember what time it started? It started, like, 8 or 6 or something like that. I don't know. It was late. We were up for, like, four hours. We were up for, like, five hours. What do you mean? <laughs> we literally stayed up, watched. It was literally just a concert of, like, it was all of their old concerts. Mm-hmm. So it started from the very beginning, and they showed every single concert from, an, like, from each album. They just showed one, but um, every time they did a tour and stuff like that. So they just showed everyone, and me and her were sitting there with all our, our little army bombs, <laughs> and we were shaking them. And, and I remember... The event went, because we, you know, live in the U.S., and I remember it lasted until probably, like, 7 or 8 in the morning, and I look over. I woke up at one point, and Erica was knocked out (laughs) on the couch. We could not stay up. We couldn't stay up. It was so sad. It was so funny. And we missed, like, the best parts, because I was really looking forward to certain albums, and we missed them because we fell asleep. But we got to see the beginning and kind of the beginning, middle, and then the ending. I got to see the ending. She was still asleep. I was knocked out. <laughs> but, yeah, the, um, that was really awesome. I really appreciated that. That You know, BTS just really thinks for, about their fans. So the point of that was to explain how many viewers that event had. Um, it had, like, over 2.7 million viewers. So I'm pretty sure we had to pay for Bang Bang Con. I just, I just spent so long and... Quarantine was honestly a blur of just <laughs> Netflix shows and all that crap, but I'm pretty sure we had to pay for it. So I know that not everybody has the money to spare for this kind of stuff. So you have to just keep in mind that it wasn't the same as just going on YouTube and streaming their new music and getting the views for that. So and having to pay for that, 2.7 million is amazing. It was honestly so much fun. There are several different sources, but the range that I've seen for how many, you know, fans there are for BTS. Ranges from, like, the 40 million range to 90 million range. So there's no, like, real accurate answer for that. Um, But just know that it's a lot. A lot. (laughs) It's a lot. Um, And that's not even including all of the people who haven't bought memberships and stuff like that. Which we can talk about that later. Figure out and guide you and how to become a member and what it costs, and where you can find this stuff. So that's basically just everything we have to say today. Um, I hope we kept it interesting for y'all. I hope y'all learned a little bit. Um, You know, I just honestly, the best way to learn about this stuff and figure out your favorites and all that is just listen to it all. I have a playlist on Spotify that I have included every single BTS song ever on that I made myself because... I wanted to. (laughs) But yeah, so that's just the best way to go about it. If you want my playlist, just let me know. I will link it one day, maybe. So, yeah. Um, I believe that's all I have to say. Do you have anything to add, Erica? No. This was a fun podcast. (laughs) I loved it a lot. (laughs) Where did that come from? I don't know. Oh my gosh, stop. No more. I'm quite funny. <laughs> right. We need it in the podcast. <laughs> Stop me, please. <laughs> I'm so 
I'm being so loud. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll take our advice. We will end the podcast here for now. But yeah, thank y'all so much for listening. Thank you. <laughs> I hope y'all hit that follow button and tune in for the next episode. Thank y'all so much for listening. Thank y'all. Sincerely, dear Bangtan.